0: James catches, puts up the three. Long go. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. His three point of bang, Tie game with five seconds remaining.
1: Welcome to basketball and BS with Chris Donsero and Jarrett Ray.
2: Welcome back to another episode. We have a lot to unpack today. How you feeling, Chris?
0: I'm feeling real good. I think we got a lot of topics to get to. Yeah. So.
2: Another breaking news episode. But I'm going to toss it to you, Chris, with your first interview.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Here with me today, I have assistant track and field coach, Ramel Williams. Coach, how you doing today?
3: Doing pretty good.
0: Good. So, as you know, Damian Lillard is no longer a Portland Trailblazer. He is a Milwaukee Buck. And in that deal, he's the only one going to Milwaukee. But Portland will receive DeAndre Aiden, a slew of picks. And I, I think they got, oh, oh, what was his name? Oh, I forgot. But the Suns got, oh, here it is. <laughs> ooh, ooh, oh. I still can't say his name. I still can't say his name. To, to on, to on, to, that's the
2: same. On. The coach was more prepared than to you, I right? I know, right? <laughs> she just taught, she just passed it, you the phone, yeah.
0: Kamara, something like that. And then the Suns got Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. But in that trade, Drew Holiday gets traded as well to Portland. But Portland has flipped Drew Holiday to the Celtics for Robert Williams, the third, Malcolm Brogdon, a 2024 first round pick, and a 2029 20 unprotected first round pick, coach. We've talked about that the last two or three days, obviously. How do you feel about that so far?
3: Um, my big thing right now is uh, Lillard, Lillard going to the Bucks. They already have a strong offense, and I know they run through Giannis. Mm-hmm. So I'm just waiting to see how that's going to work out. I mean, I know Damian Lillard is a very good player, very good offensive player. He can do a little bit of defense. So I'm waiting to see if they can actually uh, work with him. I told you the other day at practice, I don't see it working out. That's just my personal opinion. I think he's going to end up leaving. And I think you said he wanted to go to Miami anyway. Right. So I think he's going to dip. I think he's going to get a couple games in, get some stats, show people he's the same old even though he's getting older, and then he's out.
0: I see. I see. I was telling Jared this, like, last week on our uh, last episode, I think it was, I, I, I told him that if he went to any anywhere else but Miami, he was still going to try to get to Miami no matter what. So I still feel like that. I also think the Bucks didn't win this trade. Yes, you got the all-star. Yes, you got the superstar in name. But I still feel as though Portland won this trade because not only did you add DeAndre Aiden, you added Drew Holiday, which you traded again for Robert Williams, another great big man, a.k.a. the Time Lord. And you still got Malcolm Brogdon. And you still kept your young pieces. You still you still kept Anthony Simons. You still kept Shaden Sharp. You still kept Scoot Henderson. So I feel as though the Blazers will be a problem this year as well
3: well they've always been a problem they just don't have enough people to go with them it's always Dame carrying them and now they have a whole lot more pieces so if, even though Dame's lost or they left and he's their biggest scorer they brought people that can do just as much as a whole team mm-hmm. uh, I do agree uh the Suns losing DeAndre and was in my dumb a, in my opinion a dumb move mm-hmm. I mean he's one of their best players and I know they still have uh Booker and all the others, but I think Chris Paul's still there. He no, be. no, 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 not at all. Gone. Chris yeah, Paul camera. is definitely a warrior. That's right, that's right. My team, and I can't even get it right. Dang. Uh, <laughs> but I think it was a, a lose for them, in my opinion, yeah.
0: See, I hope Derek feels the same way, but I doubt he will. So it's okay. But we'll be right back here on Basketball and BS for the recap of the Ramel Williams interview. Stay
2: tuned. Hey, Piedmont students. Are you interested in listening to a brand-new podcast? If so, now here's your chance. With Under the Tree Talks with Zane Brookshire and James Whitmer. We'll feature weekly sports talks, Bible devotions, and a special guest interview that you do not want to miss. New episodes of Under the Tree Talks are posted each Friday at 11 a.m. You can find Under the Tree Talks through Roar Podcast Productions on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Basketball and BS. I'm Jared Ray. And I'm Chris D'Onsero, And this is the recap of Chris's interview. So, Chris, where would you like to start? What
0: do you mean? I'm the one who gave the interview. I think you should start. All right, all right, all right, all right. (laughs)
2: Let's talk about Dame leaving. Okay. I must admit, you might have been right (laughs) because i seen the footage of his, I guess, coming home parade, Uh and (laughs) it was more so the comments than the video because the video didn't look that bad, but reading the comments Mm -hmm. on social media and then looking at the video again, yeah, he didn't look too happy to be I'm, there.
0: I'm telling you, he wants, he, to, he be, really, he wants he to be really in really like, Who beautiful. wants to leave Portland to go to Milwaukee?
2: And then it was funny because people were standing out there for like three to five hours. And it was like, he, he literally, just for him to walk in, he only stood outside <laughs> for like three minutes. And that was just to get his kids out the car. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and so it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. I think he's in the best situation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he's kind of acting ungrateful just I, just because he wanted to be. But but there's a flip side. Before I toss it to you.
0: That's fine.
2: Go ahead. I do see it from his perspective of, you know, KD gets to go where he wants to every time he asks for a every trade. Time. Uh, we just seen James Harden when he asked for a trade out of Houston, he got to go to Brooklyn, and now Seventy Six are working to get him to the Clippers. Right. Uh, Ky- I don't want to say Kyrie.
0: No, you can say Kyrie. Kyrie wanted to go to Brooklyn, so he got to Brooklyn. He got to Brooklyn, but that, was, went, a that was a free agency. That was but free agency. He wanted, he wanted to go to Boston. He wanted. To, he wanted to trade he, from. Cleveland yeah, he wanted to, to go to Boston. He got to
2: Boston. And so. Other than Kawhi, who I, Greg Poppins, that was a smooth move to send him out the country. It was. <laughs> I'm saying, it was. It was. but other than that, you know, you see all these guys that are of your caliber going exactly where they want to go when they ask for a trade request, and then boom, you get sent to somewhere that's probably wasn't on his list. Let's yeah. just keep it above.
0: I mean, and you can add Anthony Davis to that too because he wanted to go to L.A. and He got to, he LA, got to Brown, L.A. So yeah. I mean, I think I think with Dame, it's a little different because I was watching his interview and. He was saying that his agent said, hey, well, what about Milwaukee? And Dame has always said that Giannis was the guy he wanted to play with. Mm-hmm. So, from that perspective, I understand. But I feel like he still wants to be with Jimmy Butler, and he wants to be with Bam. now.
2: Uh, and he I'm wants with, to be in Miami. Yeah, he, wants, he, <laughs> he just wants, wants to be, to in, be Miami in Miami. Period. Let's, yeah, not take right, that let's that be out.
0: honest. So, I mean, would you not want to be in Miami? Let's be honest.
2: Yeah, I want to live in Miami. But yeah. as far as winning, I mean.
0: I mean, he's in the best situation to win right now. That's yes, what I'm
2: saying. And I think if he would have got is. traded to the Heat. The only way I think if he would have got traded, he, it would have been a great position if they would have kept Gabe Vincent, mm-hmm. Max, Max Strews, Strews. and then they would have added on because I think they need more size. Mm-hmm. But other than that, they don't have any depth anymore. So if he would have got traded there, it would have just been the same situation Drew holidays in on the Celtics. You have a great starting five. We with benches You do have no bench and speaking,
0: depth. Speaking on that trade, I, I think I'm glad Drew got there because he's on a contending team mm-hmm. from the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. Now, us – like when you look, when you go and look at that roster, they have no bench.
2: At There's all. no
0: bench. There's nobody there. You traded Robert Williams. You traded Malcolm Brogdon. Okay, cool. Those are two starting players that you had that you have now shipped off. So now your starting lineup next year could be Drew Holiday, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Kristaps Porzingis, and Al Horford. But then off the bench you have who? Derek White.
2: Yeah, and I think he'll probably start. Uh,
0: Peyton Pritchard. Yeah, like that's all you have off the bench right now with a, uh, with a bunch of no names.
2: I think Pey- Peyton Pritchard can finally get the break he needs, but I don't think he's he's gonna make as big of an impact as they were when they went to the finals. Of course, because they not. had Derek White, they it's had not. Marcus Smart, and Malcolm Brod. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, so, so
0: it's like it's, it's Peyton Pritchard's time. Yes, it's, it's his time to step up and yeah. take on a bigger role of the offense. But at the end of the day, it's still gonna go through Jay Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, regardless. And now Drew Holiday's there. A better shooter, mm-hmm. a better shooter, <laughs> quote unquote, than Marcus Smart. Mm. Better playmaker, quote unquote, than Marcus Smart. So you traded away Marcus Smart just to get him back, in a way.
2: Mm, I think Drew Holiday is a better version of Marcus Smart. He's
3: not a better defender now, though. Now
2: where we disagree is, I think Drew Holiday is a better defender than Marcus Smart. No way. Now where we disagree now where we really disagree is, I think I think Marcus Smart is a better playmaker than Drew Holiday.
0: I mean, you give or take. <laughs> When you think about it, you kinda of give or take. I say he's a better I say Drew Holiday's a better playmaker slash shooter. You say Marcus is a better playmaker. But I think Marcus Myers defense is better. He was in a but he won depoy. Did he not win depoy?
2: I mean Drew Holiday hasn't been healthy enough to win defensive. Well he was
0: getting cooked last year too. By who? That's the reason they didn't win the series. Oh the- yeah, that's- Miami. That's the reason they didn't win the Miami series. Yeah. He was getting Kyle Lowry and Gabe Vincent.
2: I mean, let's be honest though. Was the Celtics not getting cooked too? Because weren't they down 3-0? Hmm. Can't say nothing about that. They okay, then. is this this what I'm saying. Right. So, I think from because both of us watch in depth games. <sighs> I think Drew Holiday is a better perimeter defender, but if mm-hmm. we had to go with tougher, it's definitely market. die hard. Yeah, Marcus Smart, Marcus yeah. Smart. But we're gonna take a quick break here, folks. Don't go anywhere. We have the interview with Joe Hellenbrook coming up next. Don't go anywhere. It's basketball and BS.
3: Looking for a radio show? Well. I know a really good one, and it's tune into Wake Up with J Ray and A B every Friday morning at nine sharp for the latest world news, celebrity gossip, and the hottest hip hop and R and B hits you could ever ask for. So be sure to check out Wake Up every Friday morning only on WPCZ LP FM, Demarest, Z ninety eight point seven FM student-run radio station at Piedmont
2: University. Welcome back to Basketball and BS. We have Joe Hellenbrook in the building, a senior business management major and star forward for our Piedmont basketball men's team. How are you doing today, Joe? Doing pretty
1: good, man. Thanks for having me on.
2: Oh, yeah, always, always. Let's get straight into it. Now, what we forgot to say in the opening was, we're switching it up a little bit. A lot of people are saying our our show is getting stagnant in the way we're providing the content. So we decided to switch it up. So the first segment was with Chris with the basketball, and now, Joe, I'm bringing you the BS. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. First question. We're 22 days away from the NBA season, right? Who are some of your dark horse teams that you think can contend this year?
1: I got to go Hawks, of course. That's okay. my team. I mean, they're they're definitely moving pieces around to get something big, hopefully. <sighs> yeah. DJ and Trey, one of the best backcourts in the East. Uh, I mean, I guess you could say the Knicks. I kind of like the Knicks. Jalen Brunson, he's mm-hmm. pretty good the west though i feel like it's pretty open i mean there's a lot of older guys like the warriors with Mm -hmm. steph and cp3 but i don't know the blazers like we just talked about in the opening yeah they got a lot of new pieces and then there's super teams like the nuggets who are trying to go back to back and then the Suns with devin booker Mm -hmm. bradley Beal, and KD. so
2: what do you think about i got two teams one on each side let me see what you think about it i got okc for the west because They got some young talent. I, I, I like them. Mm, I was surprised they were a- able to make it. I think they were like eighth or ninth yeah, last yeah, yeah. season. They yeah, they were in the play. And Chet Holgren wasn't even healthy, so
1: yeah. having him coming back. I mean, Shy and Josh Giddy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Josh Giddy's passing is so good for Shy. It's un- unreal. It's and unreal. Jalen Williams stepped up so big. Uh, what was <laughs> it? Like second year or rookie year last yep. year? Yep. To, He would have thought he was a veteran out there, in my opinion. He's playing amazing.
2: They have some young studs. What about the Cavs on the east side?
1: I like the Cavs, but I don't think they're big enough. Like, they played the Knicks last year in the playoffs. I just don't think they're strong enough. Like, yeah, they're seven-footers, like Mm -hmm. Isaiah Mobley and Jared Allen. But Mitchell Robinson and Julius Randle really just handled them on the boards. And, like, as a basketball player, it's kind of a big thing to control the rebounds. Yeah. That's my – my take on the Cavs. I like Don, I like Dono and Darius. Uh, Darius, but
2: you think they need, they need more size? They need
1: way more size.
2: Yeah. I can agree with you on that. I can agree with you on that. And speaking of bigs and handling the boards, second question is wild take here. Your top five centers in the NBA right now.
1: Oh, all right. That's a good one. Right now, one is probably going to be Embiid. I got to go Embiid. Mm. Two, Jokic. Mm hmm. I uh, low-key like Bam, falling that up at three. I low-key like Bam right there. And then Sabonis. Sabonis kind of fits in there at four or five. And then uh, who's a really good one I'm missing? I mean, I guess you could put Giannis there. Not really. I guess power forward. Uh, dude, I don't know, man. I guess I'm going to have to go. I kind of like Jared Allen at the five, to be honest. Go to Sabonis and then Jared Allen. I don't know. It's kind of a sleeper pick for five, five right there.
2: You're giving me traditional big man, man. Like The, I mean, the, the names you just named, because you got Embiid at the one, Jokic at two, understandable. Then you went Bam at the three. Yeah. Sabonis at the four. Because I love Sabonis and Jared Allen. They just suit me as ro- more role, really? star role player centers. But I see what you're coming from. I love With, Sabonis in oh,
1: yeah. that Kings offense. Yeah. I, I think he's the main, like,
2: you know why? Because it's the offense reminds their offense reminds me of y'all offense.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> but they, they don't have any cutting offense. It's more yeah, yeah. of just like dribble handoffs, dribble handoffs. Yeah. Give it to Red Velvet, Kevin Herter, and uh, De'Aaron Fox down you know. down, the, down the lane, and that's just unstoppable. So,
2: well, I like to share my starting right. top five in the Bigs. If you want to hear it, I got Anthony Davis okay. at number one, Giannis at number two, Jokic at number three, Embiid at number four, okay, and then there's a wild card right here. I got Jaron Jackson, Jr., at number five. Oh,
1: okay. I kind of like that one, actually. I mean, he did win Depoy, what, last year? Yeah. So I I like that
2: one. Yeah. But I want to thank Joe Hellenbrook, senior, business management major, star forward for our Piedmont men's basketball team, for coming on the show today, Joe.
1: Hey, thank you for having me. It was a great time.
2: Always, always. And don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be right back after these messages.
1: Hey, Piedmont. Looking for help to bridge that
2: gap between morning and lunch? Well, Barely Morning, the new show on Fridays from 11 to 12, is here to bring you just that. Featuring the latest sports, news, and public interest stories from the Piedmont campus. And hey, we're going to be bringing you some great music as well. So make sure to check out Barely Morning on Z98.7 FM from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m.
0: Welcome back to Basketball and BS. I'm Chris Doncero.
2: And I'm Jared Ray. And And this this is is the the recap recap.
0: of the Joe Hellenbrook interview. Jared, you mind if I start? I mean, I I, kind of like what y'all was talking about there. I kind of like it.
2: He was bringing the BS, so bring the BS on. Oh, we're
0: bringing the BS? All right, cool. So, you asked him his top five centers. First of all, if he was going in order, he got it all wrong.
2: You think so? Yes. Give me your five.
0: Yoke is one. Okay. No doubt. Yes, Joel won MVP last year. I understand, but mm-hmm. Joel is two.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, in my opinion, Bam is three. So his 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 first three to me were right. They were mm-hmm. just in like a weird, you know, the order. The one mm-hmm. and two order was not for me. So bonus, I have to put at five, maybe. Yeah, if I was gonna do that, same. And I would put AD at four.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: So. And that's just because A.D. was playing the five a lot last year, and we all know when A.D. is healthy, you mm-hmm. know, he's A.D. So, But a sleeper, not going to lie, before Rudy Gobert got there, Carl Anthony Towns was playing the five.
2: Oh, I forgot about Cat. I was going
0: to say Cat was playing the five. I forgot about Cat. Cat's up there.
2: But see, my issue with Cat is, and I think we talked about this before. The man gets in foul trouble and then he just acts like he forgot how to play basketball. Yeah,
0: I agree. I definitely agree with that
2: statement. And then the other thing is he doesn't put effort on the defensive end, so that's why he gets in foul trouble. But that so.
0: and I think that's why they went and got Rudy Gobert, because Rudy Gobert don't mm-hmm. play offense, he played defense. Yeah. So I, I think they kind of, you know, fixed that mesh with those two. Yeah, they
2: fixed that problem, but then you got they don't those two don't fit well around Anthony Edwards. Edwards at all. At, at all. All. Yep. They should have just kept Cat at the five. Maybe when it got like I don't even see how you do that. Maybe they should have just traded Cat and just rebuild around Anthony Edwards.
0: Yeah, but if you trade Cat, where you trade him to? They send him to. The, I mean, you can't send him to the, the Celtics now. The Hawks. They eh.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care about the high <laughs> school. Like, I'm so tired of the Hawks, bro. <laughs> they should never broke up that original team. That's why when I mean. he was talking about bro, the Hawks, bro. Hawks, bro. When Joe said. The, the, the I get it. He's a team. he's a he's a Atlanta believer. Like you know, he's a diehard fan. But let's let's just be honest, bro. I mean, but they have no assets right now to <laughs> no, trade other have, than picks, bro. Yeah,
0: nothing. Like yeah, no, other than Trey Young.
2: Yeah, their roster looks like Sel- the Celtics bench. Like we don't even know Obviously, some of these players. Yes,
0: are. yes. I'm not gonna lie though. His dark horse teams were they,
2: they were, were valid. They were solid. They were valid. They were a little solid. Some of them were valid. They were solid. Other he than said, the Hawks, said, they were valid. he
0: said what? He said Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He said no. You said. OKC, okay, I I'll like say, that. Okay, I like that. A lot of people I, sleep on OKC. Okay, I see. do. I like that. Hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Also, probably he said he said the Knicks. He said the Knicks. I'm not gonna lie, bro.
2: Memphis. Oh, I've been said, but I don't I think they're Memphis, a dark horse team. I think Memphis is up there.
0: You think they up there? Top or,
2: three. Uh,
0: they're not even top three in the West, though.
2: Stop it. Name what? me top three. Name me your top three. Name me your in top three in the West. Name me your top three. Denver. Clippers,
0: Suns.
2: You lost me at Clippers. How? Suns—they're gonna need like another year. They're gonna need like next year's free agency no. to fill out the rest of their no roster. No way. They don't have it right no now. Way, they don't have. They don't have any guards right now. No. I don't way. see anything. Def- which, which they which have a defensive guards? coach with no defensive players on the <laughs> on the squad right now. <laughs> lie,
0: that's funny. <laughs>
2: yeah. So I just you. I was. That's why I asked you to okay, tell me. Okay. So the I Lakers. Can. The Lakers with
0: Lakers, their new. Lakers, with their I'll put form. Lakers.
2: I'll put. You put the Lakers about the Clippers. It's. Okay, I will put the Lakers at two only because Jaw is Jaw's what 30, 45, 25 game suspension. Yeah. Yeah. But every year the Grizzlies are there and it's just a they're just an injury away every time. They're just an got injury injured away. Every time. They
0: just poked the bear.
2: Jaw Brooker's in.
0: They still poked
2: Don't say they. Dylan, Dylan. Brooks poked the I would say
0: Dylan yeah. Brooks still pro he yeah. poked the bear with LeBron. Yeah. You saw what happened with that.
2: But even though like Jaw was hurt. Let's just be honest. Let's keep it a buck, though. I don't know how many people watched the Golden State versus Memphis um, series. The, the, the year guy. they won. No, they was not gonna win. No, no, Chris, no they weren't gonna win that year. No, yeah, right, they wasn't gonna agree, win. I agree. I agree. Now the Lakers was up for a debate. I think it. Like I, everybody kept saying, a game seven. I didn't think the Lakers would even last two games. Mm-hmm. So for them to even battle when Jaw was healthy, I might give it to you there. Lakers might have won that series. Right. But I think if Jaw was healthy, it was gonna go to a, down to a game seven, and it was gonna go down to Jaron Jackson Jr. stepping up. And LeBron. Because A D and Jaron Jackson were playing unbelievable that series. Yeah. So it, it took it was gonna take and we knew Jaw was gonna do his thing. Right. And LeBron was still kinda in and out. He was it was almost like he was taking games off.
0: It was I think I think it would have took for a guy like D To step up like, or a guy like Dennis, because we still had Dennis. Yeah, Dennis. So one of those two guys, AR even, or mm-hmm. maybe Rui. Who had a phenomenal
2: yeah, yeah, he had a first phenomenal.
0: first first game one. He was out there looking like against, Ray Allen. That's what I'm saying. Mike Miller. <laughs> <laughs> so like he had a phenomenal game one of that series. So it was just it was just who was gonna take that leap mm-hmm. you know, to come back and put the Lakers over the edge. And it was the same it was the same thing on Memphis side. Huh? Who was gonna take that leap other than Ja, Jaron mm-hmm. Jackson, Devin Bain even? Because honestly, what they were missing was they were missing Dylan Brooks. Like, let's be honest, he was he was shooting terrible. He was playing okay defense, mm-hmm. but he was shooting terrible. Yeah. So I, I feel like a team like that, and I'm not gonna lie, another team in the West that's a dark horse to me, Sacramento. If De'Aaron Fox and and Sabonis put it together, they're they're a nice one-two punch.
2: I'm not a, I'm not gonna lie, they scare me because I I'm not a Golden State fan. I am kind of a Stephen Curry fan. But he's not my favorite player, and I was kind of rooting no- on. I want to see Curry or LeBron get one more ring. Right. And watching that series just gave me anxiety because I'm like, are you serious? But when I dissected it, it made sense because mm-hmm. if you notice last season, Golden State had one of their worst defensive yeah. years yeah. <laughs> since St- Steve been Since Kurt's they Benner. started winning championships, honestly. But guess who their heck, where their assistant coach is now? Who was in charge of defense? King's head coach. He is. That's King's true. head coach. Yeah. And if you look at that series – Every single game, the way they tackled the Golden State's offense, which you know how we've seen it for years, is unguardable because yeah. the ball moves so much. Right. He did something unbelievable. He put his fastest player, De'Aaron Fox, might not be the best defender, but he's quick. He put and him when, on Steph. and you put him on Steph, yeah, and then as an assistant coach, you knew their uh, offensive schemes, right? Yeah. So it, it's just it was just it was just an unbelievable series. But I was a little. I was a little scared for Golden State. Yeah. I was a little scared for Golden State. I'm
0: not gonna say I wasn't. Yeah, I'm not gonna say I wasn't. And then I think, and you know, that's it for the West. I mean, the East. We know who the East got. The East yeah. got Milwaukee with Dame now.
2: It's you Milwaukee got, or Boston. Yeah, it's always the same. No,
0: not even Boston. I say, I say, if Philly figured out, it's Milwaukee or Philly. Honestly,
2: it's and, no, and, and it's but, nobody other than Zach Levine, and that still doesn't move the needle for me. There's I mean, nobody I, else I, out I, there. Zach exactly the Levine's still
0: with the Bulls, though. I mean,
2: but he's the only. I mean, let's other honest, player that's in the trade rumors. Yeah,
0: I mean, let's be honest. If the Bulls still had Lonzo, they could be they could be a little scary. They could be. They're, that's all. Yeah, all they're they missing could. Is Lonzo. They could be
2: scary, but I don't think they. I don't think they go past second round because they were a good team. I give you that. They were a good team yeah. when Lonzo was healthy. Lonzo, Zach, and DeMar. And
0: then if Indiana figures it out with Tyrese and Buddy Hield and Miles Turner, they got a long way to go. They
2: do. They got a long, Miles. Don't even want to be. That's there. why
0: I don't think anybody from the East could really win it other than Milwaukee right now in my opinion, yeah. Boston don't have enough depth. Depth, yeah. So, it has to, it's Milwaukee. Yeah, it's Milwaukee,
2: if they stay healthy. And if Dane doesn't act. Or
0: Miami, if Miami just get, somehow gets lucky again.
2: <sighs> and I hate that, and I can't deny that, because they do that every year. Every <laughs> I can't year. Yeah, they do it that every year. It happens
0: every year, so. Yeah. That's, I mean, it, we got another week to, to, to see what happens with this James Harden thing before our, you know, before our next episode comes out. Yeah. So, hey, it's basketball and BS. Chris Nassarow
2: and Jarrett Ray. Hey, Piedmont, looking for help to bridge that gap between morning and lunch? Well, Barely Morning, the new show on Fridays from 11 to 12, is here to bring you just that. Featuring the latest sports, news, and public interest stories from the Piedmont campus. And hey, we're going to be bringing you some great music as well. So make sure to check out Barely Morning on Z98.7 FM from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Welcome back to Basketball and BS. I'm Jared Ray. And I'm Chris Doncero. And then, unfortunately, this is the end of the show. But, Chris, I feel like there's so much breaking news in these last few weeks. Definitely. Do you feel like a lot is going to play out in in the coming weeks? We have 22 days left.
0: 22 days, what, three weeks in a day? Hey, I'm I feel telling. like we got, I, I mean, this James Harden thing, man.
2: James Harden. Zach
0: Levine thing going on. The, Malcolm The rumors Brogdon. about that. Malcolm Brogdon. talking. They're talking about trading him again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buddy Hill, Miles Turner. I just yeah, think
2: Clippers still looking for it. Buddy Hill. I forgot about Buddy Hill. Buddy Hill and
0: Miles Turner still trying to get out of Indiana.
2: Oh, I forgot about Buddy Hill because exactly. well,
0: yeah. not even not even really Miles Turner. Really, yeah, just Ma- Buddy
2: Hill. Yeah, so, Miles Turner. Yeah, they <laughs>
0: they, lock, yeah. they kind of locked him up.
2: But so. Buddy Hill, I think since he him and Indiana couldn't come into an agreement on his contract, right. so now they're looking for a trade. <sighs>
0: so I think I think there's still a lot to unpack. I still think there's a lot to unpack. I mean, training camp about to start up. Yeah. So I think it's just whatever happens, you know. You know,
2: we going to have it. We're going to be talking about it regardless. Facts. So stay tuned, folks, till next week or every Friday at 3 p.m. It's Basketball and BS with Jarrett Ray
0: and Chris Donsereau.
1: Thanks for sitting in on the Basketball and BS with Chris Donsereau and Jarrett Ray. Be sure to listen wherever you get your podcasts for new episodes every Friday at 3. And be sure to stay on top of your basketball and your BS.